Around the world, we spend millions of dollars on vacations, adult beverages, therapy, concerts, and books and entertainment. We've collected everything from cars, to stamps, to salt and pepper shakers, but all in the name of what? Universally, we all seek to find a way where we can decompress, take a break from the things that we have to do, like work and commitments we don't exactly want to keep, but need to anyways. We do this individually, in the quiet of a book, where we travel to distant planets from the comfort of the chair in our living room. We do this in groups, where we all jump on a boat together in the middle of the ocean for, for a couple of weeks. It doesn't matter how we do it, or with who we do it, universally, regardless of ethnicity or culture, we all desire to take a breath in our lives from time to time. I want you to close your eyes for a second. You're back on the couch, eating that bowl of cereal, watching your Saturday morning cartoon, enjoying that break from the second grade grind. Your TV is full of anthropomorphic talking cartoon animals. You might see puppets, or if you're lucky, one of the three channels you get that isn't gray static has your favorite show featuring some costume characters. At a young age, we're exposed to anthropomorphism. We learn how to read from talking animals, how to socialize from talking animals, and at a young age, learn how to solve many of our daily problems from these friendly, animal-based, cute little talking characters. What were some of your favorite Disney movies growing up? Did you ever watch The Lion King? Laugh at the cheekiness of Robin Hood? Or find yourself falling in love with Lady and the Tramp? I grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s. My movies were a little later. I found myself watching Bolt make his way from New York to LA falling in love with the gorgeous animation found in Brother Bear, and yes, watching Lion King maybe one too many times. Disney taught me morals and problem solving, how to feel emotion and what to do with these emotions at a young age through these talking animals. I absolutely loved anthropomorphism, like I'm sure many of you did at a young, at a young age, and connected well with these movies like I still do today, like many of my fellow college-age students. Now I want you to remember what I touched on at the beginning. People all over the globe looking for a way to escape from the daily grind, going on an adventure, and finding this either in solo, by yourself, in community with others, or in many cases both. I'm going to tie these two points together. What if I told you that these people looking for a break were the same people who watched Disney growing up and thought, I want to make my own version of Simba. Or, I want to make a character with the confidence like Bolt. They took this thought, they ran with it, felt good about the character design process, found joy in the escape from the daily grind to enjoy building a character like they had seen growing up, and then maybe built a $10,000 suit out of it. Wait, hold on a second, what? Imagine just that. You've designed a character, maybe built a suit because the idea of dressing up as this character seemed like a fun idea, but you don't tell your parents because of course that would be weird, right? So you jump online and you find a couple pictures that look similar in design style to the character you built. The human-like characteristics, the big cheerful eyes, the mysticalness, and the unique design style. You connect with these people and you find out, you know what? They've done the same thing as you, and maybe they're a little ahead of the game, and they're designing their 11th character and have two suits. Isn't that weird? 
Then these friends start throwing around words like furry and fursona, and you discover there are conventions where hundreds of these people, not just in your country, but from all around the world, come together to celebrate this. You mingle with other people who grew up watching The Lion King on repeat, who saw Zootopia on opening night because the animation and character, des uh, character design looked like all of my characters. You find that you can basically all quote every Disney movie from heart. You discover that many of these people you've bumped into take this seriously, and have spent thousands of dollars on these suits to help bring these characters to life. On top of all of this, you hear that these people in this community also attend conventions and donate large amounts of money to charities and organizations. They visit children's hospitals to show off their technicolor and vibrant character suits. What you've done is you found a group that finds decompression like you do. People who grew up with an exaggerated interest in anthropomorphism and had no idea how to express this fascination. You felt alone, like something was wrong with you. But now, you discover that this is actually a hobby with a global audience, with its purpose dedicated largely to benefiting people who don't even know what it is. These people are hated, absolutely ridiculed, made fun of, and receive death threats regularly. They have their costumes they've poured time and energy into destroyed, their conventions gassed with chlorine, attacked physically and digitally on every platform imaginable, children outcast for liking Disney a little too much, adults made fun of and forced to quit their jobs because the break from the grind they found, although, although non-detrimental to themselves or others, was too much taboo, and their co-workers would prefer if they tipped the bottle like everyone else does weirdos. Mascots are praised. Why do furries receive death threats? Why do we pick and choose what anthropomorphism is acceptable? In a society where we express tolerance for all, the one group that doesn't bother, bother anyone regularly, regularly receives hate and mockery from other communities. This one group whose main mantra to benefit the lives of others through making people smile while they themselves find rest and emotional creative peace is torn to shreds. Why? Keep listening as we unpack the people who like Disney a little too much in this podcast series. <laughs>